Chell, you're really into evil, right? Whoa, isn't everyone? Yeah, well, so there's <laughs> bad, and then there's wrong, and then there's evil. These look different. Uh, How do we start getting into this? I don't know. I mean, I guess you could think of, like, evil as just being, like, a really, really, really bad, right? That's just, like, a spectrum of bad, and evil's just, like, the way other end of it. Mm-hmm. So evil is just bad enough. Or, like, mega bad, or an extreme amount of badness. Yeah. Let's get some examples, though. What are some examples of evil? Um, I mean, I'd want to say things that seem, like, not just bad, but worse, right? Yeah. Genocide, slavery, maybe war. Torture. Particularly, these are things where we treat people as things. Like, I think a lot of our core cases are like that. Where we're like, it's not just bad, and it's not just wrong. There's something profoundly evil here that's different. It's hard to get a gloss on. It's like just qualitatively different then, though, right? It's like, well, some things are bad, but like evil isn't just like, it's really, really bad. It's like some different category, right? Mm-hmm. Because you might just think, well, the word evil, this is just, this falls out of like, christianity or like other religious traditions in the past and we're just hold on to this word still even though now evil doesn't mean like hating god or something like it's just this word we have hanging around and we don't have a better word to condemn really bad stuff so i mean like bad things we might blame people and get angry but maybe evil's about like a particular it's about like the difference is how we respond right like yeah. some kind of more extreme like if you're just angry or just blaming people for evil. It's like, no, you should be like, I don't know, horrified, maybe? Is horrified? Yeah. Horrified seems pretty. We should try to fight evil, to extirpate it, like to just get rid of evil. We should try to vanquish it. So here's why I'm asking about this, right? I have like this forthcoming paper on uh, political rioting, and it's often spontaneous. There can be some planning, but folks take to the street. And they're violent or they're at least threatening violence in a particular way, right? And the question is, can that ever be justified? I had a really famous philosopher tell me that political writing could never be justified. And that's weird to me because like a lot of folks think war can be justified and war just looks evil. I think war is evil, but rioting is not. Yeah rioters are trying to be heard in an urgent way it's like their goal is not to vanquish the enemy or force subjection or anything like that right they're not soldiers uh and so i think like if you can justify war which i'm actually not 100 percent sure that you can you could totally justify political rioting at least sometimes and that's sort of where this project begins do you mean justified in the sense that we have good reason for it? Or maybe you mean justified in the sense of like, actually, it's morally right to do this. Ooh, yeah, I like this. So that philosopher was telling me that maybe political writing could be excused in really bad cases, like desperate cases. It's still wrong, but maybe we have something that means you're not, it's not worth blaming you, right? It gets you out of blame. Here's a good excuse right? You're oppressed in certain ways or something. But 
justification is supposed to like remove wrongdoing. It's like if something's justified, it's not even wrong. Yeah. Right? And maybe it's required or obligatory or whatever, but it's certainly not wrong. Um and I think sometimes it's really weird to look at the political rights that we have and go like it's wrong for you guys to take the streets and be so mad at police after they keep, you know, kneeling on the throats of black people just forever. Totally. I mean, in the 63, I have a dream speech. Martin Luther King is still like, we can never rest until we get rid of this awful police brutality. And it's just like still going like 60 years later. Like, this is such an entrenched problem. You're telling me it's wrong for me to get out. What am I supposed to do? Write my congressman or something? You know? Oh, Ricky, you have to vote. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, wait. So the the idea is that it's always wrong, but maybe excused? Like, so it's like, okay, that was still bad. and You shouldn't have done it. But, like, I'm not going to blame you for it? Yeah, it's something like that think i'd buy that honestly right like you don't like the people who do think war is justified don't think that it's like well it's excused it's like isn't this the whole point of like just war theory right it's right like you're fighting a just war and so like the idea that that war can positively be justified not just excused mm -hmm. but like rioting is never justified like what yeah. i want to know what this person thinks about war now honestly but yeah, like right. you know at least war does seem evil and rioting doesn't strike me as like obviously evil but like that would seem to suggest that it's easier to justify rioting than war right in uh 1978 there's this book by michael walzer called just and unjust wars and he's resurrecting the just war tradition, which is like developed by like, it's like Aquinas. It has this whole lineage and he's trying to bring it into the modern age, like the era of international law. You know, it's the seventies. Welcome to the cold war. What's allowed, what's not allowed. And what's weird is there's this huge patchwork of rules uh, of what you have to meet all these conditions. It's like a weird checklist and without the theological commitments that might make it cohere, it looks kind of arbitrary. But his goal is to say that, like, look, some wars, and the Central War is always World War II, some wars are justified because Hitler's evil. And so you gotta you gotta stop Hitler, right? Like that's got to be just that one has to be justified. So sometimes it can just get bad enough. And that's where this literature comes from. Uh and so Avia Pasternak has this paper where she starts to apply the just war tradition to political rioting. And she goes, oh, uh, sometimes political riots can win concrete policy changes. You know, like you can actually change the laws. You can change what's going on. Here's a weird thing. Like the George Floyd protests didn't do that at all. Like even in Minneapolis, nothing happened. Yeah. And so, wait, are those like, well, it's justified because something could have happened? Or, like, is it like, that was a waste of time? And I, I one thing like, I'm well, like... retrospectively, <laughs> it wasn't justified, right? Oh, like... no, right. And, like, I spent a bunch of my paper just going, like, look, there are other kinds of goods on offer besides, like, changing the law. And one of them is just expressing your 
personhood mm. and demanding dignity and respect because like that's the basis of the state's contract the state is like everyone has to follow my laws uh because like i'm here to safeguard everyone's equality under the law it's like yeah but you're not doing that yeah so you're not my state like in any like reasonable sense right so to stage a little like public violent protest why is that beyond the pale? This isn't your state if you're one of these like endlessly subjected citizens, one of these deeply aggrieved citizens for generations on end, you know? Yeah, yeah, interesting. I think that sounds right. Uh, you know, well, whatever. Something I don't like, at least, about the whole tendency to try to, you know, like everything's justified only by its consequences or something, right? Like protests mm. are justified because you're going to change minds. And, mm. you know, maybe rioting is justified by policy changes and wars are justified by, you know, I don't know, we got rid of Hitler or whatever. Yeah, and right. I just like, I mean, I, I guess I kind of understand that impulse. But like, come on, what about, yeah, there does have to be like other goods involved, at least some of the time right like when do we ever just have a single reason for doing everything that's also the annoying thing it's like only this reason it's like i have a lot of reasons though right like yeah like i'm mad and i want to express my like agency in a way that you know is not respected usually right like no i actually can do stuff and have a political impact you know even if i do have to like do something violent to do it like i'm not gonna let you just pretend that you can ignore me without any sort of consequence right yeah right like the consequences matter but i call this paper how to read a riot like during the riots republicans and democrats are like look at all this random violence and it's like wait you think this is random like you don't think this is expressing something you don't think there's anything going on. There's just consequences. And for some reason, these store windows are broken. That's <laughs> like, that's like, isn't there, isn't there like a history of like every time there's some kind of like riot throughout the 20th century, right? They do these like government studies and they're like, gee, I wonder why people are so upset. And like every time they're like, yeah, because you're like, racist you should stop that here's a bunch of policy things you could do or whatever and like yeah the causes are all the same as the last one and the one before that and the one before that and the one before that and like here's some things you could do and we said this 10 years ago and 20 and 40 and 50 yeah. and 50 right and it's just like okay like but no it's totally just random though it's totally random yeah yeah well, the notion of rioting is itself constructed by the British Empire. There's great historical work on this. And all of today's rioting laws, like, they, they vary on the number. Does it need to be eight people or three? Like, the different laws disagree. But it's all designed to be something that you can criminalize. Like, that's a riot now. This is too disorderly and dangerous to the public. And so just the notion of it is constructed to punish it, which is really interesting. Like the concept of rioting is introduced as like, was it originally just like a legal term? Uh, it was just, it was on the books as something that you could get the police to come out and squelch. And oh, that's like a really weird. Th and remember, like the people putting these state Democrats and Republicans are supposed to agree that the American Revolution is dope. Fighting a war over taxes is justified. Or at least really good. <laughs> <laughs>
But like, wait, what are the ideals underlying that? And it's like, well, I want to be represented adequately by my government. I don't want to be subject to capricious force. Okay, well, welcome to the 21st century, right? I mean, they they weren't rioting, though. It was a revolution. They weren't rioting. Well, what's weird, so so much of the American Revolution is just like openly terrorism. Like they're burning people's homes if they're suspected sympathizers. They're tarring and feathering people. So much stuff is just like, we would go like, are these freedom fighters or are they terrorists today, right? And we would have to have this conversation. We have a really weird relationship with terrorism in this country because everyone is like, the Rebel Alliance, that's dope. You know, <laughs> Luke destroys a Death Star. Do you know how many, like, janitors and shit are in the Death Star? Just, like, people living their life. Like, that's a war crime. I don't know. I guess it's a military base. But it's, like, also a planet, sort of? I mean, but uh, as, like, a card-carrying Star Wars dork, I think there was, there was, like, a quarter of a million people on that thing, or a, half a million, like, people or something? I don't I don't even remember. I'd have, to, I'd have to, like, doodle it or, you know, look in one of those, like, Star Wars nerd trivia books, which is probably on my shelf here somewhere. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, oh, he's supposed to be great, and it's, like, yeah, but like, and the the thing is, they did it twice again. too. They did it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's really hard to like square. Like, no, it's good to fight for freedom in the war, but then don't do anything in the street against the police. They're here for law and order. You could hurt the local businesses in your community, right? And like, yeah, these are real things. I get it, right? But if we're so freaked out about looting a Target that we lose track of like, oh, the state agents murder civilians in the street all the time because they're black. It's like, I actually don't care about Target and I'm sure they have insurance. Yeah, there's the real thing, you know, riots, bad for insurance companies. (laughs) Yeah. So like, what if people had been like, I declare my independence from the United States, right? Suppose that like you did something like that. Like, would yeah, that suddenly right. like make it okay? <laughs> like, is it not a riot then? It's a revolution. And so then you're, then you're like, cool or what? Like, I don't like, how's that yeah. supposed to work? Yeah. I spend a, a fair amount of time in this paper going side by side through some of the like requirements. It's like one is the necessity constraint is like, do you need this level of, harm to like defend yourself and war is so much more it's like a riot would be way easier to justify than like we're now going to secede right what like no way right Uh, another is proportionality is the level of harm i'm inflicting proportional to what i'm trying to avert right and like well if riots are way less harmful you're gonna have a better chance and even on weird things like the success constraint is pretty controversial. Uh, you might think you have better chances of success at at least being heard, right? If success doesn't just mean, did I get the policy changed? But like, hey, the conversation around race in America has really changed since 2020. Yeah. Like, we have made notable progress. Um, and so, I don't know. I think on every count, it's like way easier to justify rioting than wars, for God's sake. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me try to get into a place where I can see where rioting is actually like never right, but it is excusable or something. Let me let me try to get my head there. Awesome. Yeah. 
my thinking is that like war is actually not ever justified. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for one, it's just a- as an empirical matter of fact, you just inevitably like thousands of people die. Just mm. you know, we can call them civilians. We can call it collateral damage. You can use you know whatever sort of like phrasing you want, but like there's going to be all sorts of innocent people who are going to die no matter what happens. Yeah, I would be happy to be proven wrong on this, but I think you would struggle to come up with an example of any war that was like prosecuted without the like serious war crimes being committed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. War is hell in the, you know, sort of mm-hmm. like phrase everyone says when we're watching like war movies and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm willing to concede that like sometimes like it would like, did we have to get rid of Hitler? Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like, Hitler had to go. He's a bad guy, right? I don't think that was necessarily the only motivation we had for, like, <laughs> right? I mean, we wanted revenge on the Japanese, and, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, things that we got out of winning World War II. But, like, yeah, if you're telling me, like, your reason for going to war in the abstract, you know, was like, yeah, we, Hitler's evil. We got to get rid of him. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm on board with that. He sucks. We should get rid of him. He's terrible. He's, like, as bad as it gets, right? Like, evil literally yeah yeah but like i i I don't want to like accept that move from like necessity because sometimes it's like all right we've exhausted all the other options like there's just like fighting is inevitable we're gonna have to deal with it i don't want to say that that's good i'm not gonna say it's justified i'm not even i'm not at all gonna say like yeah we should like cheer this on and think positively like yeah we did the right thing we made a bunch of tanks and planes and bombed the shit out of stuff like no i don't like i just want to like hold the line there and say like look maybe it was necessary in some sense but like i'm not willing to admit that that was like ever a good thing we shouldn't think positively about it this should be like you know we should be like deeply dissatisfied and so now i'm thinking about riots right and i'm like I could see, like, someone, you know, with, you know, sort of similar kind of, like, pacifistic leanings being willing to say something similar to that. Like, well, I'm not going to ever say that this was actually, like, a good thing. Because, like, mm-hmm. of course it's not a good thing. Are you joking? Looked mm-hmm. at all the people that were hurt and, you know, I mean, property that was damaged. I mean, I care less about the target than I do, like, you know, local business people, small yeah, sure. family-owned shops or whatever, like you lose it like yeah. that sucks so like and i can get myself into a place where i think like that and it's like on the other hand though maybe it was necessary i can see yeah. that sort of point of view thinking that you know rioting's bad in that sense but like you know we, we shouldn't like welcome it or be happy about it obviously right if it was necessary mm-hmm. that's just like damn mm-hmm. we live in a crappy world where rioting was necessary to like achieve that's justice awful. that's a yeah. terrible reflection of the state of affairs <laughs> you know sure. But, like, you know, I don't have to think that the people were doing who did it were, like, bad. I just think, like, well, you're acting out of necessity. Even if you did something morally wrong, sometimes, you know, that's the world we live in. You may really like this book by David K. Chan. He's, like, the son of a soldier. And it's called Beyond Just War. He goes, like, look, war is evil. And you can't justify evil. So... Sometimes the virtuous person is in a tragic dilemma where they have to choose between evils. You know, do I go to war or do I let Hitler keep going? Right. And then I make a choice, but you can't say it's justified. And so the whole project of trying to justify war doesn't make sense. And maybe you could run a similar thing. Maybe you think violence is evil. 
that's like an extreme position, but I can I can understand why if you have really strong pacifist leanings, you might say violence is never quote unquote justified. Maybe the excusing conditions get really broad. That was not the sense I was getting from this very famous philosopher speaking <laughs> about violence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, I get that. Yeah, I do need to read that book. It's just a beautiful case of here's one guy trying to stand against a literature that is openly confused about how to make sense of all these weird medieval prohibitions. And he's like, yeah. are you justifying stuff? And he gets cited like a few dozen times. It's just like an underappreciated work. Yeah. By a really nice man. People, I think, do want to think they were justified in doing stuff, even when it's violent, right? Because like we feel better then. Right. It's worth thinking about the role of justification, especially in like international law that this serves is like, okay, so it turns out like the Iraq thing or whatever, right? A lot of times you go to war and we come up with a justification and then it's like, Yeah, oh, right, right, right. But like the thing it's supposed to serve is like, everyone come join me. I'm I'm on the right side of history. Yeah, yeah, right. Like what is isn't that like the Declaration of Independence is basically just like, here's all the reasons <laughs> we're rioting. Oh no, sorry, not rioting revolting yeah, right right <laughs> we're going to do way more yeah i'm making an army <laughs> yeah yeah like here's all the reasons why the king sucks and so we're talking a little bit about the difference between like rioting and like a revolution is like i think like january 6th was just like a coup that failed and so a lot of a lot of like the media was like "Ooh, look both sides riot like they're so excited to get that word in but it's like wait a minute their goals are very different that's like calling the storming of the Bastille a riot. Like, what is, way more is going on, right? Yeah. They're trying to fundamentally separate themselves from and, like, overthrow the current order. Yeah, I think, I don't know. That just seems like a way of, like, trying to, like, downplay the seriousness of what they were actually trying to do, right? You know, like, I, who knows what the hell was actually in their mind, but, like, I don't see how you can fail to describe that as, like, an attempted coup, right? I mean, there was an election, and they wanted to, like, not abide by that. It's like, I'm sorry, we have yeah. a word for that already. It's not riot. <laughs> yeah, it's like insurrection or something. Coup, all these words. I think it's worth trying to reserve the word riot for a more, like, conciliatory conversation. It's like, look, I don't think things are so bad I want to get out, but you got to listen to me yeah right and like yeah. i'll stage a little thing in the streets if you are like we'll make the news you know you can bring out more and more troops and body armor and stuff and it's like a really brave like spectacular showing to come out i love that you're just like yeah we're just gonna hang out in the streets uh you know bring your cops and riot armor we'll bring our rocks and fucking firecrackers yeah, like right. it's like we're just like right it's like the the tailgating account of rioting i, I love it <laughs> it's like if the state wants to play war against us that's awful i hate that people are going to get hurt and stuff but we're just here to like demonstrate things are bad enough we're willing to do this God, I hope most tailgates aren't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, that part of it. And then you're like, yeah, riots are a little more conciliatory. Like, uh, ultimately, I'm not trying to overthrow the state. You know, I'm like, you're not even trying to leave. You claim you're doing. You claim that we're all equal under the law and that there's due process. Like, at least listen to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I and love the, that. <laughs> the concrete policy changes like that matters. Absolutely. But like, maybe we just need to have more people talking about like, 
wow, is racism over? Like, do we treat black people as equals in this country? And like, just the value of people getting to stand up for themselves or even like allies standing up for those who are like oppressed is like being lost, I think. One thing that you might say about it is like, wow, look how many other people are also as upset with the status quo yeah. as I am. Or like, like I'm sure there's some person out there who's like, yeah, but, you know, listen to the media. Look at all these people who just were like out there to do all sorts of violence and they took advantage of it to do looting. And it's like, all right, yeah, like, sure, there's always people with weird, bad motivations yeah, but right. like i don't know still if you're just like wow there's this many other people who are been pushed this far mm -hmm. about the status quo and like they're also willing to come out here and like you know we're all like mutually supportive of you know like pretty like radical means to like get what at bottom are like totally reasonable demands right <laughs> like yeah yeah What's weird is a lot of the bad faith actors were actually conservatives who were mm. just being violent against shops and stuff. So there would be more police crackdown. Is that really true? Yeah, yeah. There's like multiple documented cases. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So that's like a whole weird thing. That's really interesting. Like we have so much weird language that people turn to, right? Thugs, criminals. Yeah. The other thing I want to just point to is like there's a nice little literature on like the power of the right to re-democratize things is like if things get so entrenched in the, within the current institutions maybe you have to go outside of that Whoa. and so like sure like you know what vote you should vote right okay uh, can we do other stuff you know what other forms of organizing or resistance are possible and so then you can feed these different courses of action into the justificatory machine of like, well, what's the least amount of harm that would work or has a reasonable chance? And yeah. it's probably not a petition. It's also probably not a revolutionary war. Whoa, yeah, that's probably true. So what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> do you really want us to have a revolution? Because we tried yeah. your letter writing campaign or, or whatever, and it didn't work out the way we were hoping. So, you know, a reviewer too always has fun questions for you. Uh, one reviewer is like, well, do you think people should be writing all the time? Sometimes things you say seem to indicate this. I was like, well, we do have a lot of injustices in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like at the same time, and people just like suffer through. It's so weird that riots are so sporadic in a country like the U.S. And in France, it's like, no, no, we're going rioting this this week again. You know oh. what I mean? There's like a cultural thing that's weird in a country that was built on seceding, where we like don't really like act up in the streets so much. It'd be interesting to like figure out like why that is, though. You know, like what is it about France where they're so like? Vive la révolution! Yeah, yeah right. That. Like, I mean, they went on like what was the garbage workers thing like not too long ago? Like, they were on strike for like weeks or months yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. right? And it was like, damn. And then like their interview. I mean, I'm sure people were pissed too, right? And mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of there. I'm sure plenty of people who opposed it or whatever. But like the polls and like little news bits and pieces I was seeing about it seemed to be like like pretty solid majority of people were like. Yeah, 
hell yeah, we're on board with this. Like, what's a few weeks of, you know, gross, smelly, piling up <laughs> garbage versus... People living. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and the full story has to be really interesting. It has to be like, well, in the U.S., we don't have unions. We also yeah. don't really have common public spaces where people just hang out that much like you know what starbucks like you know what i mean you have to pay to exist in public to a, a oh yeah degree. you have to drive that's like oh you're loitering now right like man think about loitering actually isn't mm-hmm. that like that's just like you are existing in the same spot for too long yeah and we're gonna make you pay for that now yeah you have to pay money or suffer violence is that wait what's going on exactly with loitering it's like this weird control of space but of course it's like weird right like if i'm just sitting on a bench in the park i'm not loitering but if i'm like chilling on the curb out in front of like the corner store i might be loitering if the cops are upset and if I'm sitting on that bench like at midnight or something, because I'm, you know, whatever, then I'm probably loitering because they're like, oh, you're you're homeless. They do nothing but loiter. Yeah. Right. Like they're just their their life is to loiter. And that's now criminal. So, yeah. And something like loitering is so open ended. It's going to be negotiated on a case by case, which we know will be super racist and problematic in every conceivable way. Right. Right. How these conversations go. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I look around and I'm surprised that we don't riot way more, I guess. Yeah. You know, you need something to unify people, like a, a rallying cry, like a, a simple enough demand. A lot of people are like, yeah, that. Let's get that demand going. But, like, don't we have that for 10 million things? Maybe we have too many complaints. I think, like, here's the... Okay, here's another weird thing, though, actually. Now, like, let's just pile weird things about America on the, on the on the table here. Here's, like, another one, right? So, like, there's all these, like, obsessive, like, you know, people who drive around in, like, lifted pickup trucks with don't tread on me flags. And they're, like, these kind of, like, you know, like, libertarian people who are, like, nothing that government does is ever good. Uh, well, except literally everything the Pentagon does, we should give them a trillion dollars a year. Maybe we should give them more money than they asked for. But other than the military, nothing the government does is good at all, right? And it's like all of you people are like, the government sucks and you don't like it. And it's like, man, why are you not primed to do any kind of rioting way more often? I want the government to be super militarized. Uh, And uh, also, I want to own an AR-15 so I can overthrow the government if I need to. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) Yeah, I'm running straight to revolution. Things are fine or I'm overthrowing the state. All all right, good luck, man. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Come on, like... (laughs) 